think this is the way. <laughs> you think this is the way? Yeah, we. I feel like we were going in circles back there. I definitely got lost. It was really dark back there. Are we... Are we alone in here? No. No one is ever truly alone. <laughs> no, but what is that? <laughs> ah! <laughs> Tegan, use your sword. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I have a bow and arrow. <laughs> Shoot it. Okay. I shot it. <laughs> There's more. <laughs> a zombie! Ah! Leaving me out to dry here. I'm sorry, I'm not a very... Not a actress. Ah. <laughs> hey, we made it out of that cave. Oh my god. We made it out of the cave! <laughs> cave, cave. That's my echo. <laughs> oh, right. Shouting down the cave. Yeah. Oh. And when, where have we emerged? Oh my god, we're at the pits! Oh my god, this is the pits! I knew that cave would lead to the pits. Uh, you, the shortcut turned into a really long cut. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty spooky. But here we are in the pits. Um, you're listening to Bots, Bots, Bots. Welcome to Bots, Bots, Bots. What, what is Bots, Bots, Bots? It's Australia's number one combat robotics podcast. And by combat robotics, I just mean we talk about the TV show BattleBots. Hey, we love that TV show BattleBots. Have you seen the one where the robots fight? It's <laughs> it's like that other one, Robot Wars, but it's in America. And it's newer and better. And this time it's BattleBots Late Night Edition, where Tegan and I have had like four drinks each. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Alright, no, we're in the pits. We're here to do repairs. I've got a text document. I'm just going to say Minotaur has two wheels. I said it had four, and that's a grievous error of mine. I don't know how I just stumbled on that. Uh, Spike also made another grievous error. <laughs> uh, the huge wheels are actually black H. You, no, It's very far away for you. Yeah. <laughs> UMHW. Uh, not Carbon Fiber or HDPE. HDPE sounds like a university class or a high school class. When you do PE, but you get a In HD. high definition. High definition practical exercise is or education. Is, it must be exercise, right? No, it's education. Practical education. Okay. Hey, we got a lot to get through. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, high density polyethylene. It's been a while since I've said these words. And, or, okay, yeah. <laughs> what, hey, look. Look, the most important point I'd written down is what is a pack of pickled peppers? And I've got a little treat here for you. Oh, what is it? So how many pickled peppers are in a peck? A peck is an imperial and US customary unit of dry volume, equivalent in each of these systems to two gallons, eight dry quarts, or 16 dry pints. Two pecks makes a kenning. Obsolete, would you have guessed? <laughs> and four pecks makes a bushel. When Peter Piper picked his peck of pickled peppers, he picked the equivalent of one quarter of a bushel. That's amazing. And now you know. And now I know. <laughs> America is crazy. Oh, I've never heard anyone talking bushels. Or what was the other one? I've heard of a bushel. I mean, I've heard of a bushel, but I've never used heard someone use it as an actual system of measurement. But a dry quart and a dry, a dry pint. A dry pint. Just I only sounds like, like wet a, pints. Yeah, they <laughs> <laughs> didn't make the beer right. <laughs> so yeah. it went really wrong. Yeah. Anyway, what was the other measurement in there that sounded two weird? gallons? No, there was one that you said obsolete after. Oh, a kenning. Oh, it's a kenning. Two pecks makes a It's two pecks. Okay, look, this means absolutely nothing to me. Let's... Is that all for the pits? Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to talk about a peck of... <laughs> I don't even know what it is still. A peck. A peck of pickled peppers. That's all we need to know. It's a peck. Alright, we're going to do the same thing that we did last time. We've got a double feature. This time you're on... Bots, 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 late night edition, where it's late at night and we've had some drinks. And by late at night, we mean it's 8.30pm and we've had four beverages. <laughs> Let's get into it, Tegan. I remember nothing of the episode we watched last week, but I have these notes. 
So I'll just try to make sense of them. All right. That was, we're talking about tonight, episode uh, three of season two, and then later episode four of season two. Two? Our season is season two. (laughs) I'm reading right off the page here. (laughs) Yeah, season two of Buds What's What's, but um, season six of BattleBots. Smashing it. And we've got a sleeping greyhound. He's cranky about it. I, I've written a question here. Let's start off. What would be an alternative trophy to the giant nut? Oh, okay. I've seen some really big spanners. That's nice. Yeah, a big tool. Yeah. A big screwdriver. I mean, it has... Okay, look, here's the thing. Let's really get down to it, right? The giant nut always it's always got like an undertone there's an undertone you know what we're talking always about an I, undertone. you don't need to say it i don't i might know i don't but um i feel like if any other tool like it would have to have the same undertone i mean the giant screw the giant screw um yeah i feel like just the giant tool would work just the giant rod <laughs> <laughs> This inanimate common rod. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what you win. Yeah, right. Cool. Um, I don't know. What, what What were your thoughts? I didn't have any. I was just oh. hoping you had some. Well, there you go. They were my thoughts. I just Gi- write the funny question. Fair you give enough. the funny answer. Uh, I feel like, yeah, a giant spanner would work. I also feel like maybe, like... A replica of your robot made out of something like a cake and you cut the cake would be really fun. <laughs> Not as a trophy, but just to have. Yeah, you can't really mount it on your wall, but that would be a nice, like, a nice celebratory moment. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, Spike. Okay, Tegan. Would you like to discuss the robots hitting each other very hard now? I would very much like to discuss the robots hitting each other very hard now the civilized sport for civilized people if you're a scientist or an engineer or someone that (laughs) keep going or you know someone with stem passions (laughs) so sorry (laughs) did you just say stem passions I'm, i'm gonna you know what Let's talk about Hypershock vs. Slammer. I don't need to finish that thought. <laughs> Hypershock vs. Slammo. So Slammo's got that weird, weird new paint job. It's, I've written it, it's anaglyph 3D. It's anaglyphic 3D. Right. That's what they call that red and blue. Painful to look at without the glasses on. I think it's probably give you a headache with the glasses too. The guy from Valkyrie can probably see it pretty good. He's got the red and blue oh, said green. yeah he, he's probably the only one really enjoying that there. yeah <laughs> i wonder um no but it looks really cool very different vibes to last year's slammo yeah i think it's an improvement it's not just a mowing company now it's kind of fun and i think I, I don't remember the full story but he did mention he called it dazzle camo yeah and i know that dazzle camo is a thing they've used it on like naval ships in world war one i'm gonna say uh, yeah, it was, it's really weird. I guess, like, if you're, uh, you know, if you're a submarine and you're trying to launch a torpedo at a ship and it's, like, on the horizon and it's kind of far away, right? And the well... <laughs> Tegan's losing it. <laughs> oh, I'm dazzled! Ah! <laughs> well, yeah, no, they used to paint... Look it up! They used to paint ships in really weird, colourful ways and as the ships were, like, moving, I don't know, I guess it's hard to shoot a... A torpedo. <laughs> no, I love the idea of it. I want to know who came up with the idea of dazzle camo. We're like, we'll just dazzle. We'll just, we'll just shine and a, dazzle and glimmer, and yeah. our enemies will be distracted. There's some beautiful looking ships out there. They're really weird. I'm gonna look some up after this. Yeah, look it up. Uh, I really liked the Will Bales did a fun little dance. Yes, he did. The, the whole team did a high-five gauntlet. Yes, they also did that. I really loved that. I also loved that when the bots were like robots activate and they like drive around, they went into each other's boxes. Yeah, that, that's quite cute. And I noticed that Hypershock got back really a lot faster. Correct. Uh, Hypershock neon sign. 
Saw that out on the field. Yeah, someone dropped some money on that one. Someone? Brave to bring it into a crowd. <laughs> a neon sign is delicate, I feel. And expensive, yes. This fight, though... This fight... Tell me what you thought. This fight was one of those classic fights where one of the robots is just better than the other one. <laughs> just like one of those classic fights where one robot doesn't win and the other one does pretty clearly. Yeah. Sometimes you get those fights. Sometimes you get those fights, you know? I kind of prefer the closer matches that are like a good contest, but I also, you know, it's very enjoyable, especially to see Hypershock just be so aggressive and just deliver hit after hit after hit. And, um, yeah, sucks to be Slammo in this one. Yeah, it does. But, look, kudos to Hypershock for opening up the episode with an excellent match. Yeah, definitely a banger. I wrote down that they had extremely good hair, and maybe they have the best team hair. Hey, there was a... I'm sh- talking about Hypershock. Yeah, look, I knew that, because Slamo's hair, no offence to Slamo, is not as good as Hypershock's. Uh, there was a call-out for if they make it to the Sweet 16 or the finals, that Will will have to dye his hair. Yeah, I wonder what colour. What colour do you think he should dye his hair? I think he should dye his hair... Neon yellow, like the robot. I think that's a really good idea. That's. I, I think he should do. I don't think it will suit him at all. No, I think it'll. <laughs> I think awful. that'll look terrible, Will. I think he should do neon yellow, but with then neon pink stripes down the side. Oh, now that could be something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The pink seems to be a a strong hair color in in this. Oh, they have someone with the pink and someone with the green. Yeah, someone's got like that pastel minty green mullet, he does need and to it's do... so. Good. He could do like a baby blue, like a metallic oh. blue maybe. I could see that on Will. I could see Will rocking like a peachy orange. I could see Will rocking like a red, bright fire truck red. I could see Will rocking the same colour as my drink right now. <laughs> it's like a pink lemonade. That's like a mo- mo- mauve? 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 Not even remotely. I don't know. I don't know how to say that colour though. Is it mauve? 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 I think it's mauve. I think it's mauve. (laughs) Hey, next time on the pits. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, moving on though. P1 versus Valkyrie, Tegan. What did did you think? Hey, I thought Valkyrie were going to take this one home. They didn't. P1 did. Good work, P1. Yeah, they really held on. Their armor took a lot more hits than I thought. They're wider and flatter than ever before. <laughs> they certainly are. It's really hard with Valkyrie. They pack such a punch, but that that gyroscopic procession is just like... It's either their best friend or their worst enemy. I like that sometimes they sort of ride up and it seems like they can get these unintentional sort of top armor hits on robots. Valkyrie looks like it's going to take flight. It really does. Sometimes. Which is very fitting. Sometimes I'm like... Valkyrie, fly! Fly, Valkyrie! <laughs> into the skies! But it doesn't, because it's a robot. Really, it's sort of, like, tilts up on a 45-degree angle, and you can just picture it, like, it is an arrow. Yeah, exactly! So I guess you're just like, oh, it's gonna go! It's, it's gonna, it's meant to go that way! Launch rocket boosters now! <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, look, I love the party shirt upgrade from Valkyrie. Oh, yeah. Party shirts are a plus for that team. Leanne Cushing's hair's looking very nice. The She's blue always the suits her. Also, their robot caught fire, and <laughs> that's never good for a robot to catch fire. It's not a good thing, no. Typically, it's a bad thing. It, it did some impressive damage, especially to the floor again. Always just like big rings I wherever really, Valkyrie is on that yeah, floor. It's so good I to really see. enjoyed the sparks off of the Valkyrie. Any Valkyrie match is just super entertaining, win or lose. But um, yeah, P1 took this one. Congratulations P1, to him. P1, I think, won by just being one sturdy robot and just being yeah. able to take those hits. Because they lost a wheel really quick. Yeah, it did seem like they were crab walking at the end. Look, I will say, I wrote down, I think they... Have to show controlled movement movement a bit better too, because their controlled movement was no good in my humble opinion. I may not be a BattleBots ref, but imagine if I was Spike. Imagine, I'd be like, "No, I'm counting you <laughs> straight <laughs> so away." Strong. 
<laughs> no, controlled movement, please. Look, but I feel like, right, if you're not showing controlled movement, start counting straight away because they could get to five seconds and then you stop counting. Like, yeah. And that just adds, it adds to like the excitement and the, oh my God, it's like, oh no, wait, they're back. Oh, yes. I know, it's true. The drama of it. I am dramatic though. I so. think you would make a great BattleBots ref. Except like you'd have to, at some point, you're going to have to ref a match of Jake Ewart. And it's... it's I count him out from the very beginning. Yeah. Like, uh, 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 and then they'd go up and be like, Ten! No, that's a lie. I wouldn't do that. He's just like waiting for them to come to him. Yeah. And you're just starting to count. Like, Jake, I'm going to have to see controlled movement. He's like, what? <laughs> I'm moving. Can't you see it? No, controlled no. movement, I said. You call that driving. <laughs> Hey, look, it makes it sound like I have a vendetta and a hatred towards Jake, but I don't. Just need to put that out there. <laughs> Move on to Huge vs. Riptide. Riptide is a brand new robot. It sure is. It's very nice looking. It's an extremely nice looking bot. They had this really fun thing, like a little... A little um, 3D. Yeah, a little 3D visual for when they were introducing their robot where all the screws came out and then went back in. I... I'm a sucker for that kind of shit, though. I'll tell you what. Tell me what. Jonathan Schultz, for someone that has a shirt that says we're kind of a big deal, he's very modest. He's an extremely modest man. Yes, this is true. Humble. Very humble, and I can appreciate that. Yeah. Look, I feel like with the merch, you've really got to put yourself out there, but you as a person, you can be humble and modest and down-to-earth, even. Yeah. It was interesting seeing Huge bring this weird, shorter, spade-like weapon. Apparently it's twice as powerful. Apparently. It um, <laughs> remains to be seen yeah, at this point, look, because what we saw in this match was Huge getting some very unlucky hit here. Uh, Riptide were so fast. They were really fast. They were so fast with that box rush. It was crazy. And then they a weapon-to-weapon hit, and then Huge went into the screws... And had to wait for the screws to reverse. Uh-huh. And then when the screws were reversing, Riptide was pushing them back in. And I don't want to be that guy, but I feel like that is not the sportsmanly thing to do, is to push them back in when they had a chance to get out and continue fighting. That's true. We did see the ref um, warn Ethan and tell him to back off, and he did, which is good. And I guess as a rookie, he wouldn't have known. It, you know, it remains to be seen, like, I don't think in my heart of hearts that that really prevented Huge from getting back in, but how good would have this fight been if Huge had sort of come back in on the one second count, and maybe that's what they needed. I really just feel like they would have, that initial spinning, they would have had more time to be able to get the screws to catch their wheel and push them back out. But Riptide were really pushing them back in. Like, really, like, wheels spinning on the ground. If there was, if it was a cartoon, there'd be smoke and, like, (laughs) wheel screech noises. Like, I don't know, I just feel like that's kind of a dog act, in my opinion. Yeah. uh, I think it's alright. Like, you know, you gotta do your best to win in the heat of the moment. These things happen. It's a rematch that I want to see. Look, Ethan was warned for pinning, I'll say that. That is true. And then also, I think, looked like told to calm the farm when he won because... Sometimes your farm is out of control and it's got weeds and the weeds are loud and they're swearing on TV. And the rabbits are just crazy and they're jumping around all the way behind you and it's just... Relax. We know a thing or two about clipping microphones. Yes. On bots, bots, bots. (laughs) I am a loud person, I will admit. Oh, me too, though. But it just, like, is so... Like, especially when you win like that, where I feel like winning somebody by a knockout where they're smoking or whatever, celebrate, but like, I don't know, I just haven't, I don't think I've ever seen somebody celebrate like that. That that kind of win. Yeah, and it just felt icky. Yeah, I I think it was, I think it was a little, a little much, like I say, Jonathan Schultz, very humble guy, and that's a good look. But, you know, I'm happy for Ethan. He got his first win. I would be super excited for my first win in BattleBots as well. 
Me too. I remember one time I went to Disney on Ice with my whoa, that's illegal little sister <laughs> and my mum, and they were like, "Who's here that's this age?" and "Who's here that's this age?" and everyone was like, "Yeah." Well, yeah, and then they got to the people that were my age, and I was like one of the older people there because I was like yeah. fifteen or whatever, and I was like, "Yes, wow!" And Mum was like, "Can you just um relax? That was crazy." <laughs> and I think ever since then I'm like, "Can you just relax? That was uh, crazy." <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Sometimes you're just at Disney on ice, and the moment takes you, and other times you're winning your first BattleBots battle, and the moment takes you. Yeah, this was a bad luck fight for Huge. That's what I wrote. Yeah, look, I am disappointed for them. I'm excited to see them go up against whoever they're going up against next. Look, still one of the best bots in the field. Yeah, for sure. Holy moly. Alright, are you ready? This next fight. Are you ready to talk about Fusion vs. Cobalt? Fusion vs. Cobalt. He doesn't have like a southern accent. He has like a, he has a Milwaukee accent, but this... No, it's Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Well... That Wait, is that in Milwaukee? Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That is, but oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'll see you on the pits. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just gonna look it up now. Yeah, Milwaukee's in Wisconsin. I don't know if they're from Milwaukee. I know they're from Wisconsin. No, they're probably from Appleton or Madison or Eclair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, race there. Green Bay. <laughs> Reese has really won me over. Oh, Reese is really like it, laying it on me so thick. We'll I talk love about it. how the robot fought in a minute, but oh boy, that that Reese boy, he's oh yeah, he's tired of losing and he has stopped. I am in love with this man. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked the shot at the start when he's uh like putting just, just what. So, a crow, a bird's nest of wires into a robot. Yeah, he's like, oh, damn, how do I put this thing together again? So funny. Uh, I also love just, like, how completely monotone this man is about even winning, losing, all the same. His robot's also the money robot. Yeah, just... Throwing away money on it. just <laughs> Dollar, burnt. dollar bills, y'all. My note that I wrote about that is that the money is a metaphor for spending money. <laughs> I feel like they all spend a lot of money on this <laughs> robot. <laughs> I was like, this this shot here where he's dropping money on the robot, that's, that's poetry right there. They're trying to tell you the robots cost money. <laughs> You've really, you've really gone so I've, deep. I've drilled down into the undercurrents in the BattleBots editing. There's so many layers. I'm really speaking their language now. You have really, like, looked at this with such a critical eye. I have, through a microscope. And you've really, like, looked through all the different things that it could possibly it, mean. You know, that, that shot really took me on a journey. That's why this episode's so late. <laughs> <laughs> Because for the, it's not because I've been getting ready for an art prize and Tegan, you've been doing whatever you do. <laughs> Trying to run a business. Yeah, no. <laughs> release an album. Yeah, you've, we've both been very busy. Uh, but yeah, basically, most of my time was just spent really digging deep to see what it means. What it's all about. What does it all mean? And he found out it's about them spending money on their robots. Yeah, that's what I came to. Uh, I guess we should talk about Cobalt. Cobalt, like they said on the TV show that you watched. <laughs> <laughs> they bought it. Um, <laughs> they bought it. The, the US guys. Gigabyte. Tegan's dying. Sorry. No, we're back. They did buy it. You're right. <laughs> It was a whole big... All I, I wrote down was just mates sharing bots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've summed it up nicely. Yeah. I'm glad that Matt Maxim's driving. I love his driving. Yeah, look, I'm happy to see it, but hey, they didn't have their chainsaw on. Yeah, I kind of miss the the old weapon. Me too. Bring it back. This I like... one stinks. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting in this match how Reese mentioned that Matt was welding up something to stop them using their horizontal triangle on the front 
triangle, the strongest shape. You know, giant nuts have been won and lost based on triangles. I have no doubt about that. And how sharp they are. <laughs> Look, Fusion won, and they really tore up the front of Cobalt in this match. Yeah, they didn't really need that horizontal spinner, but I, I just, like, the power in that horizontal spinner is extreme. It's so good. Yeah. I want to see it rip shit. Yeah, I want to see it rip shit. I want to see it tear through one of these mini bots because it is dawning on me. What do you mean? We did see that. No, but that was not the horizontal, was it? No, it was. Uh... And what did you write about mini bots after? They are dumb. <laughs> it is dawning on me how much I don't, I don't like mini bots. You're not a fan. I just have never seen them work the way that people think that they work. I've seen a few matches. I've seen a Team Y Archie match. Their old robot... <laughs> oh, man. Our memories are terrible son tonight. Son of Y Archie. No, not Son of Y Archie. It's the other one that's like a circle. Looks like a, a, a death Roomba. Was that not Son of Y Archie? Nah, that was the one with the big hammers on it that spun around. Was it just... Like, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> But anyway, a ro did they have the minibot or did the minibot work on them? They had the minibot and it definitely got someone. This is wow. straight facts. I've got all the straight facts tonight. One time out of how many times people have brought... Th even like... Some people bring like three minibots in and I'm like... Yeah. What? You will end up just hurting your own minibot. I disagree though. Like, I like it. I think, I think it adds chaos... I think it's fun. I get to see a tiny... Like, it's fun to see the the full-weight robots get hit by each other's weapons in the slow-mo. It's amazing to see something so light, just, like, when metal just, like, turns into a, a stream of fragments. Look, I will say it is fun to see them get absolutely destroyed. Yeah. I will not deny that. Seeing them absolutely get shredded like paper is one of the funnest parts of the thing. But that's all they ever do is get shredded like paper. Why are we wasting resources? You got... It's like the money metaphor, you know? It comes <laughs> it back to comes it. It all comes back to it. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway. Anyway, Reese might be... One. Yeah, Fusion 1. Reese might be the funniest person in BattleBots. Yeah, I'm going to say that he is. That's a wrap. That's... <laughs> That's all there is to it for me. He's the funniest person on this show now. Also, I really liked when Fusion hit the screws and just shot halfway across the box. That was amazing. That was actually pretty good to see. And then they almost took out a Minibot then. <sighs> but they didn't. Minibots are dumb. Yeah. I, the only way I could see Cobalt winning this match was I thought maybe if they had gone after the horizontal and were willing to take that hit, they might have, like, created some gyro infusion and created an opportunity. But honestly, I think Reese was just on them so well. Yeah. They didn't catch on fire. They did not catch on fire. They lasted the whole time. Despite the insides of fusion just being a mess of wires. <laughs> Truly the biggest mess of wires I've ever seen. Uh, and, I don't know, good work, fusion. Reese... Keep it up. You are just making my whole life right now. It's so good. It's so good. Before we get started on talking about the next fight... Okay. I just need to say that I love... Um, I love Copperheads, like, have to look busy for the television because they're filming this. And oh, they've got, yeah. like, three drills on top of each other. Or some guy's just holding an Allen key thing. And then the other lady's, like, got giant scissors. Why does she have those giant scissors? But she's, like, trimming. Looks like she's cutting the <laughs> rubber of the tires. That was very funny. That was hilarious. Something about, I wish drills kind of worked that way. Where it's, like, I need more drill. And you could just put another drill on the back. Have you seen the video? It's like a, I don't know. It's like it's just like a video, but it's like they've got all the different attachments on 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 each other of a drill, just like plugged into each other. 
from like a socket thing to like into another thing, into another thing, into another thing, into another thing, and then it goes into the drill and they turn it on and it just goes, and it just goes everywhere. Because <laughs> oh, of no. course it's not going to actually ever work. That sounds hilarious. Yeah, I have to find it for you and show you. Yes, please. Uh, this fight was Black Dragon versus Ice Wave. Yeah, this is this is one of those. It's just one of those matches where I'm like, okay, that robot won. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, that nothing crazy happened. Black Dragon, great driving. The, I'd say the box rush was superb. Yeah. I love their new paint job and their fun little dance. Yeah, their dancing, very fun. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a shame that, yeah, Ice Wave lost a belt or a chain or something. Their robot is loud. It's always been loud. I know. I just kind of forgot because <laughs> I haven't seen them in so long. It's kind of funny how, like, even even if the weapon isn't spinning the engine still running and yeah. it's still loud yeah and i did like that the finding out from the bot whisperer pete abraham Son. A- abrahamson is the old mcville what uh, nothing i was just adding extra <laughs> words onto his name abrahamson's mcville Mac- mcintyre ton smith <laughs> keep going <laughs> I just liked him saying that the the engine is originally from a what was it a emergency saw? Yeah, which means that now there's one less emergency saw or whatever it is in the world because of Ice Wave. <laughs> there's so many emergencies all the time. You can never find that emergency saw when you need it. Is Ice Wave now an emergency saw? Does that mean? Can you now use Ice Wave as I, yeah, I don't want any of the BattleBots getting me out of wreckage in an emergency. Nah, you would become the wreckage. Yeah. They're not exactly surgical precision tools, are they? I don't think, I I don't know, like the Jaws of Life precision surgery tools? No. More than Tombstone. Yeah, but Petunia, (laughs) though. Petunia could probably get you out of there. Yeah, actually, Petunia might be the only robot I let in that situation. (laughs) Yeah, I actually, I do think you could pick up, two people could pick up Petunia and maybe operate it in an emergency. For sure. That's For sure. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I feel like I would love to see Petunia just, like, very carefully open perhaps a can of Coke. <laughs> like, and then you drink out of it. I think it could do it. I would love to see that. It would just crush the can. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I wonder how careful they could be. Yeah, I'd love to know that, actually. Uh, yeah, go Black Dragon. Go Brazil. Yeah, nice work, Black Dragon. Let's move on to Witch Doctor vs. Duck. Duck is looking mighty fine with the new beak. I, I like the beak. It's very funny how it quacks. Oh, and they love to put a quack noise in. They do. They love to put the cat noise for Mad Catter. And a quack noise for Duck. The, the editors are really going all out this season. Yeah. <laughs> they really are. Which Doctor got a standing ovation? Did they? Yes, they From did. the crowd? Yes, they did. Oh, that's nice. I know, right? They deserve it. I agree wholeheartedly. I'm so happy to see Witch Doctor back. They're one of my favourite bots. They changed their weapon metal. Yeah, so, I think that's a good choice. Excellent I, choice. I am questioning this trend of S7 steels. I, I don't know about... The tool steels? Yeah, they're too hard. They're too brittle. Yeah, they just shatter. I think you got to find that balance. And Leave I think it that... for tools, you know? Yeah. Use yeah. weapon steel. <laughs> yeah, where's the weapon steel? Where's all the Damascus forged? We had this conversation last episode. We did, but... let's, let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Duck this year has completely, it's completely new. It's all brushless now. And yeah, they've added those big forks. Uh, minus one. Oh my god, straight away, first thing, ping! Yeah, perfect hit. Perfect Honestly, hit. um, is it Mike Gallatly? Yeah. Yeah, so. Mike does not give himself enough credit in his driving. Oh, an amazing driver. It's so good, just like, I, I think it's the little finesses you can see when he's, like that robot, it just has such a personality in the box, he's just so in the zone, I think, like. I don't know. When I'm watching Witch Doctor, I'm just 
sometimes I'm watching a robot and I'm like, oh, do this, do that, you know, like, oh, back up, like, in my head, as though, like, if I was driving it, you know, I would be like, oh, I would back off here, or I would go forward here. And because you're a professional robot driver. Exactly, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. I know exactly how they should be driven. Absolutely. But it's, it's fun, you know, it's fun to get in the zone. And Witch Doctor is a robot that I enjoy watching so much, because it really does, like... It does what you tell it to do? No, it's just so responsive, <laughs> to you what know? You t- <laughs> no, not necessarily. It makes better decisions than I possibly would. But its response times to the situation are so quick. Oh, yeah. He's so fast on those reflexes. Yeah, it's just the little adjustments, you know? Of yeah. Just a, a slight angle or a slight move backwards or forwards. Yeah. Totally. I think it's amazing. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more. It, it keeps me very in the fight. Uh, so we did see Witch Doctor not use their weapon at the end. I was a bit confused whether it was broken or not, but I feel like memory serves me correctly in saying that they powered their weapon down because so many times their weapon has burnt out and then they've gone to a judge's decision and they not won because of smoke. Smoking. Witch Doctor, they'd they'd be running hot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But they won this pushing match with Duck so easily. Oh, uh, yeah, they were pushed into screws. They were pushed into... um. This is Duck, by the way. They were pushed into the screws, pushed into the hammer, even pushed into the swords at one point. Yeah. It was good to see the box being used so effectively. It was. And I think at the end of this fight, although it's a little bit hard to remember, but I think Duck was sort of stuck in the finish. And I reckon that probably helped the judge's decision. But yeah, good to see Witch Doctor get a victory. And, you know, Duck, like, it was still a... It, it came into the box a square sort of shape. And it left the box that shape. And that's more than you can say for some other robots. Very true. There was <laughs> thumbs down from the crowd on this one. I think there was one big ducks Duck fan. There were some Duck fans. No need for that energy, though, you know? No, no. You know, you got to respect the judges' decisions. Exactly. That's it. Uh, should we move on to the final match? I, I think we need to talk about David Fay, local Las Vegas metal assemblage <gasps> right. artist. Oh, my God, I forgot. You did. <laughs> well, I have a note, but it's, like, all the way down the bottom of my page. Yeah. <laughs> so he's making the, the Trojan horse sculpture. Because it's the hidden competitor within that's going to win the battle. <laughs> that's the funniest concept. And I, I just love this. He's making, like, a sculpture of metal assemblage. Of all the broken robot bits. All the broken robot bits to be auctioned off to support the builders. I love that. I love that so much. That's such a good idea. Honestly, if we can do this every season in so many more ways... I don't know. I'm so on board. No, totally. I 100% agree. Yeah. I think there's nothing... Nothing funner, I reckon, than being an artist who's like, I'm just going to take all these robot scraps mm-hmm. and I'm going to turn them into something amazing. And then imagine being the builders and being able to look at this artwork in the end and be like, oh my god, that's a little bit of my robot. Dude, imagine oh, being... Oh, look at this giant chunk. That's mine from that battle. Imagine being a fan and owning this piece of art that has history of like five different battles and you can show someone the battle and it's like yeah watch this piece of metal fly off now it's in my house and it's a sweet sculpture it's the best where would you put this sculpture on display in my house yeah i think i'd like hang it in my bedroom like a chandelier i think you would not be able to get into your door (laughs) yeah no like my house doesn't really have a good place for that tegan but it's I just it's love, great. No, look, I'm sorry. I didn't I mean to. I just love the title of local Las Vegas metal assemblage artist. That is pretty good. That is pretty. Damn I good. I really enjoy that. We have a metal assemblage artist here. We have a few. Yeah, we have a couple. Yeah, Lloyd's very good. Lloyd is excellent. He um, he makes metal assemblage art. <laughs> I feel like he might have made some some very special guitars for Metallica. Yeah, I feel like he did make some hectic guitars for a very famous band. I'll try and leave a link in the show notes if I can find it. Go for it. If. Okay, yes. Copperhead vs. Lockjaw. Is this the main event? Main event, baby. Main event. Copperhead is the rawest and most, like, 
I don't know what the right word is, but like the rawest looking robot on the field. Yeah, I like that they still have cosmetic damage from last season, this season. It looks really good, right? Like it does. I love how just like already scratched up they are. Season hasn't even begun properly. Like I'm amazed how many robots, like when they first came to the field, I was like, I don't know. And like Copperhead's just another example of a robot. I was like, I don't know, but now I've really come around on them. Copperhead are so good, so yeah. powerful, so powerful. I'm, I think they have, they win the award for best wheels in the competition for sure. They, it's like, it's like they compacted like you know those those cutting mats that you like, cutting mats. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that you cut stuff on? You know, cutting mats, right? I am familiar with such a thing. The self-healing ones? <laughs> it's like they, they, they squished a, a heap of those into some wheels. That's a, that's a pretty good analogy for those wheels. I don't know. I mean, cutting mats are harder than what those wheels look like. They look like some kind of hard foam. But it's it's just crazy. Like, they took a hit in this match where Locked Door... Just fully perfect direct hit to those wheels, and you saw the mark on it. It's like you can see where the weapon went in, but it just healed up around it. It's got to be rubber, right? It can't be foam. I the line between rubber and foam is just blurring more and more these days. And back in my day, rubber was rubber and foam was foam. Isn't rubber from a rubber tree though? Yeah, I'm just goofing. Is there a foam tree? If there is, I'd like to know. Kimberly and Robert Cohen, also, I've, I really enjoy them. I love them as captains, co-captains. Like, yeah, I feel like Copperhead as a team has just gotten goofier and goofier. Oh, yeah, when they're having their interview and there's a giant snake and then, like, a snake hand puppet having a fight in the background, love to see yeah, it. Yeah, watching that the first time, I fully missed that, but it's all the little goofs. It's all the little goofs with this team that really add up to one big goof, which is winning the main event yeah. against the Lockjaw. A huge challenge. Yeah. And an amazing fight it was. I <laughs> One of the best bits that I wrote in this fight was that she's helping the snake watch. Because <laughs> Kimberly brought a live snake to a BattleBots event. As you do, of course. As you do. I'm, I'm shook. Like, there's so many, like, lights and... I mean, I guess what? Snake's vision is based on movement, I suppose. I don't know. I feel like they're very smell-oriented Yeah, yeah, smell-movement-oriented. Like so eyesight I guess it's, is not amazing. Yeah, it's probably not too affected by the lights. It just seems extreme to, like, bring like, a hey. big old snake. I, I don't know much about really caring for or handling snakes. It's probably fine, you know? I used to have a pet snake. Yeah? Her name was Alice. She what was kind a, of snake was she it? She was a water python. Oh, how big is a water python? Uh, they keep growing. Okay. Depending on, like, how old they are. But I got her when she was a little baby and she was only, like, 20 centimetres long. Yeah. And then um, when I... Eventually I moved out of my parents' house and my parents were looking after her and then my parents got divorced and it was a whole thing. But anyway, Alice needed to find a new home. Uh, and when she left, she was probably... Four meters long. Wow. Yeah. So from twenty centimeters to four meters. Yeah, I got her on my sixteenth birthday. Genuine Smee. If I get a snake, I'm calling it Smee. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> that's the best name for a snake. Isn't it? <laughs> oh my god, that's the best name for a snake. Uh, but yeah, Alice was really that's cute. Nice. What color was Alice? Uh, she was like his olive green color with like a yellow belly, but in the sun she'd go like super iridescent Ooh, and would like go all different I colors. I love that. Yeah. Did you have lots of snake skins? Heaps of snake skins. Yeah. yeah. And she was always really thin though, because she was a water python, so she never got really fat. She was always like pretty whippy. Skinny. Yeah, always really skinny. But four meters. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You'd put her I... in a bath and she'd swim around. I want to know more about the copperhead snake now, because it's like a beautiful white and. Oh my god, it looks like an albino yeah, python. I think it's a python, right? Definitely a python. Yeah. Don't know why you'd bring an actual Something about venomous. The face. No. Venomous. I, of course not. Snake. So if it's not a venomous snake, it's a python. But I think that the head reminded me of sort of a python head. Yeah, well, vipers have different heads. That's true, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. But she was, she was like, I felt like she was holding the snake oh, up look. so that it could watch the match. And that just 
really that made my heart smile. Well, it's like when you've got a pet cat and you're like, "Hey, look at this." Yeah. And they're like, "I don't care what that is." <laughs> yeah, Mad Cat. When's Mad Cat going to bring a real live oh, cat? Come on, that's, that's a very different affair. It's dyed pink and it looks crazy. No. Look, this match, it went the full way. It did. And I'll say, I thought it was wild that it came down to a split decision. Yeah, it was... I thought it was going to be unanimous for Copperhead. I mean, yeah, I feel like Lockjaw, although they, like, stood the test of time and they made it the full way, they were very aggressive, I'll say that. Yes. Very aggressive. Maybe that's what it came down to. Maybe. But I just feel like... Copperhead, I feel like, obviously had the upper hand the whole time. Yeah, I was I was wondering whether one of Copperhead's drives were compromised or completely out, and maybe just the gyroscopic forces of Copperhead allow them to do that crab-walking maneuver really well, where it seems like they can turn to where they need to be facing and then drive in a straight line. Yeah. And, and that, yeah, it's interesting. I... Would love to see Copperhead versus Endgame. Mm. Did we see that last season? I don't think so. That's not a match I can recall. No, I, would, I don't think we have. I'd love to see that because I feel like they have similar styles in which they like kind of let themselves like gyro out to get to the best. Yeah, yeah. The thing that I like about Copperhead is that they've just forgone the whole wedge armor strategy in favor of the whole front of my robot is attack. Yeah, I do love that. And the wheels might as well be their armor, actually, because they're so strong. That's actually an incredibly good point. And so it's a really, it's really good robot. It's an amazing robot, which is why they they beat one of the best. They beat one of the best, Donald Hudson. That is a huge task. And I'll tell you what I really liked about Lockjaw in this match I don't know if I just haven't really taken stock of this in previous seasons or whether this is a new feature of Lockjaw, but I really noticed it this match with all the crazy weapon-on-weapon hits was the amount of impact Lockjaw's weapon actually can absorb. I didn't realize that it has some, like, flexibility. Oh, yeah, they're, like, all on different, like, they can all be... They're all... I don't know. <laughs> Just waving your arms in the air. <laughs> like a, a loosey-goosey octopus. No, you know what I mean. <laughs> Not really. There are, I don't know, like, the robot can be on all different levels. Like, the wheels are, like, already crazy. And then the whole bot itself can be moving up and down. And it's almost like a chicken. You know, when you hold a <laughs> chicken... <laughs> Go on. You know when you like can hold a chicken uh-huh. and you move the body of a chicken and the head and stays? The head stays? Yeah. That's locked up with their weapons. Yeah, that's not quite the point I was trying to make. But, uh, I'll, I'll but the other way around is what you were trying to say. Well, well, yeah, what I mean is... If you is hold like, the head of the chicken, the rest of the body moves. Yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy to me that they have a weapon that can spin up and deliver impact... But I guess, you know, because it's not rigidly fixed to the rest of the robot, it means, like, when it delivers impact, when it delivers force, obviously it's not going to deliver as much force because it's not rigidly braced, but it's also not going to absorb any force back into the robot because there's some sort of suspension system there. Yeah, it's pretty good. I I need to look at it closer uh, because... I mean, I only really saw it in that battle. It's hard to sort of figure out what's going on in in just those slow-mo shots and stuff, but... It's very cool. It's get a great the, design. Get the schematics off the dark web. Yeah, I'll just go on the dark web and I'll just Google on dark Google uh, lockjaw schematic dot schematic file. <laughs> and it'll be right there. Dot blueprint. It'll be right there. You might, oh, that's how it I'll works. click illegal download. Yeah. And then, you know, FBI, open up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look, this was a good episode of BattleBots. This is a great episode. I liked it. Um, yeah, once again, we're, we're super sorry it's super late, but, uh, hey, you just get to enjoy extra BattleBot content later in the week of stuff that was earlier in last week. The week before, even. The week before, even. We are far behind. Yeah, we're still looking to play catch-up, and 
That's that's just going to be a task at the moment. This was meant to be a double feature, but we both have headaches. Yes, that's it. Uh, yeah, we said it was going to be a double feature at the start. We have headaches, so hey, there's a fun twist for you. You're just going to have to wait. <laughs> we'll try not to be as long in between episodes, though. So Could we have had something up. to do with all the drinks we had earlier. Probably very much so. <laughs> anyway, that's a problem for morning, Tegan. Yeah. Thanks for sticking around, though. Thanks for coming back and listening once again to another rambly episode of us talking about our favourite TV show. Yeah, we love you guys and girls and non-binary lovely humans. Guys, gals, non-binary pals. Yeah, non-binary pals. Uh, You can follow us on Instagram at botsbotsbotspodcast. Is there a dot in there? Uh, Yeah, botsbotsbots.podcast. Yeah, sure. And then we also have an email... That you can talk to us yeah, at. That's bots, bots, bots podcast at gmail.com. Hey, do we have any emails? Uh, no. <laughs> you haven't even looked. I should check. You know, actually, we do have one email here. It's from Aisha Al Qaddafi. He's the only bi. Sorry, they're the only biological daughter of former president of Libya. And they're a single mother and a widow with three children, and they have an investment fund of $27,500,000 United States dollars, and they need our help. Sounds like they don't. They have a lot of money. (laughs) Yeah. I think we can ignore that one safely. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe they heard our robot podcast, and they're like, these people can help. Yeah. (laughs) They know so much about investments. My, My tip is make a robot. Go into a robot fighting competition and you'll be able to shower your robot with the money that you've spent on it on tv on television do we have any any other things hey if you want to leave us a review on wherever you're listening that really helps the podcast apple podcast is the best place to leave a review though that's true itunes really get us on get us up there hey we got spotify too you can do that yeah uh, we got a donations page if you want to support the podcast. It's buymeacoffee.com slash bots, bots, bots. I think that's all we got. I'm, I'm excited to get into the next episode. Yes, the next episode of BattleBots we will be watching soon. Will we be drunk again? Probably not. Find out next time. Probably not. I wrote my notes for that one while I was drunk, though, so that'll be interesting to go back and look at. <laughs> I'm just sort of all over the shop, but... Um, you know what? I'm I'm glad to be talking about the robots with you, Tegan. Hey, I'm glad to be talking about the robots with you too, Spike. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye-bye.